Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Today is going to really help you move to the next level. One of my clients just did this, and you're going to hear from her today. It's pretty cool because it wasn't like she just wanted to create change, so she did. I mean, that's a beautiful story in and of itself, right? But her journey really started from a point of pain. She was in an unhealthy relationship. She was deeply unhappy, and she didn't feel in control of her life. She used that situation to empower herself, and she turned it into a stepping stone to move from the struggle to the next level. She's going to share what she did to get to the point she's at now where she says she's happier than she's ever been. Which of all the things my clients could say, that's the best one. That's the best one, being happier. Because I know I've had periods of life where I've lost weight and I wasn't any happier. Where I've made more money and I wasn't any happier. Where I got in a new relationship and I wasn't any happier. When we're happy, we make better choices. We take better care of ourselves. We make fewer excuses and exceptions. She talks about how her life has changed dramatically in the last 10 months, and she goes into detail about what has changed, right? It's not just, oh, I started eating better and everything got better, because that's not how it happens for most people. It's not how it happened for this particular individual. It's not how it happened for me. These changes from the inside have changed every aspect on the outside. She's a morning person now. She exercises regularly now. Her social patterns and habits have changed. She's lost weight. She's improved her financial situation. She feels more level. There's less drama in her life and especially less drama in her own thoughts. So I'm really excited for you to listen in on this really inspiring conversation. Also want to let you know that tonight I am going live to share what I did specifically to overcome the three biggest barriers in my life, right? Because it wasn't just, oh, I was 350 pounds and I was unhappy, so I started eating better, and look at that, my life changed. I had real barriers of negativity and believing more in my past than I did in my potential. I'm going to be talking about how I overcame that. I had so many barriers in my mind that even when I knew what to do, I wasn't doing it. So I'm going live tonight, Monday the 24th, 8 p.m. Eastern time, to talk very specifically about what I did to overcome my own three biggest barriers. 
I would love to have you join me. I'm also going to do a live Q&A at the end. So any questions you have, I am going to stay live until they are answered. I would love, love, love to have you join me. I went live last Thursday with folks who are on the wait list for the summer 12 Weeks to Transformation. And I just, you know, I always just forget how much I love being live with you guys and how much different it is from a podcast and how the energy is so much different. So I'm doing it again tonight, Monday, June 24th, 8 p.m. Eastern time. All you got to do to join me is go to the show notes page for today's episode. The link will be right there. So go to primalpotential.com forward slash 619 primalpotential.com forward slash 619. The link will be right there so that you can join me live tonight, Monday, June 24th, 8 p.m. Eastern time. I'm really, really, really looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. And it's a special night because it is the open launch of the 12 Weeks to Transformation. We did the the pre-launch for folks on the wait list this past Monday, or this past Thursday, but uh, opening it up to the masses after the free webinar tonight where I'm going to share the three things I did to overcome my biggest barriers. I'd love for you to join me, primalpotential.com forward slash 619 for the link to join me tonight. But for today, I'm so excited for you to hear this story because if you are ready to go to the next level, you're really going to enjoy this conversation. Hope to see you tonight. I don't have a script. I don't have a list of questions, but I think it would be great to kind of just start with you telling me why you initially were drawn to the 12 weeks to transformation. Like what what was it that you wanted? What did you not have that you were looking to create for yourself? Or what was the, the situation in your life that made you say, yeah, I, I got to do this? <laughs> yeah, well, honestly, like, I, I found your podcast probably like a year and a half ago. And I had lost a good amount of weight, like probably 30 or 40 pounds, like by last, the end of last summer. But I like, was really unhappy still like it's like you talk about the your external targets not matching your internal goals and I was in a really damaging relationship honestly last summer and subsequent breakup like I just felt lost I knew that I needed some mindset change some extra coaching to just like exercise some control over my life again so that was really like, I'm so grateful that that crappy thing happened to me, like, when I look back on it now, because it really gave me that spark to just jump right in last fall to my first 12 weeks. And just, like, my life has changed so incredibly in the last, like, 10 months. I want to talk about that and how your life has changed. But before we do, I want to really highlight something that you said that is one of the most powerful shifts we can make in our entire lives. And that is, I'm so grateful that crappy thing happened to me. Yeah. Because like I was talking to somebody the other day who is in debt, who finally looked at it and didn't realize just how much debt they were in. And there's a tendency to want to be like, oh my gosh, why did I do this? I can't believe it. What am I going to do? And really convince yourself that you are a victim of that thing. And there's no doubt that being in it kind of sucks, right? Yeah. It's like 
for me, when I realized that we were $130,000 in debt, or for me, when I was 350 pounds, it sucked. But now, yeah. they, I would not have the freedom and happiness that I have now, the confidence and sense of control, the sense that I completely can create the life I want, regardless of where it is now. That came from the fact that life sucked for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And you chose to do something about it one step at a time. And it's yeah. so empowering. It really is. It's so awesome. Like, and I mean, if you'd asked me right away when I first started and I was super unhappy still, like I probably wouldn't have said I'm grateful, but like totally. now looking back, first of all, I don't want to be the kind of person that holds on to resentment and anger and hurt like that. Like I want to heal myself from it. But second of all, like I am so grateful that that was the spark that really said okay like we need to make a change here like i need to learn just how powerful i really am yeah and i know for me if it hadn't been as bad as it was i might not have been motivated enough to get myself to where i am now and there's always another level and i'm going there right i'm by no means mm -hmm. done but yeah. if i had just said, well, it's, it's not that bad. Like life's pretty good. You know, I've, I've got a good paycheck and you know, I don't have any terminal illnesses or diagnoses. It's not, you know, my doctor's not telling me I have heart disease or high blood pressure. So like, it's probably not that bad. If I had felt that way, I wouldn't be where I am now. No. Yeah. A hundred percent. That is so powerful. So it has been like such a joy to see your growth and your enthusiasm. And I don't want to say enthusiasm like it's always been easy because there have definitely been some moments of frustration along the way for you since you and I have been working together. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I love, I'm sure you see this being inside the 12 Weeks to Transformation. Some people are really communicative, others not so much so. But I love it when people really do connect and share often because then we get to really build a relationship and, and, and that's really fun. So you said that your life has changed so much over the last 10 months. What are some of the changes that you've created? Oh my gosh. Well, like I said, I had a lot of the kind of golden rules and that kind of stuff. That was already, I had changed that in the 10 months before that already, listening sure. to the podcast. So a lot of it has been more... Um, mental or just changing routines and stuff. So I never thought I would be a morning person. Like mm -hmm. that was, I worked in hospitality and such, like my schedule was just not like that. And even with a day job, like I was waking up like 7.30 and just rolling out of bed and going to work. And I now wake up at like 4.30 or 5 every day. And my morning time is so sacred to me. Like I, I've got a routine. I work out almost every day. Like I've just bit by bit added these things into my routine that have made life so different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You brought up something that I hear a lot in terms of a question or a reservation. People say, well, how, why should I do the 12 weeks to transformation if I'm listening to the podcast? And for you, not only were you listening, you were making changes and seeing phenomenal results. So what was it, did you have reservations about joining the 12 weeks or in what ways was it helpful in having you go to that next level? Um, 
I think I was craving a little more structure. I knew that I was having, like, I, I was tracking food, but I wasn't journaling, journaling. And I liked the idea of like a journal that you gave us that had questions and things to start me off. I liked the idea of weekly challenges. Like I just wanted a little more structure to keep me engaged or to help myself stay engaged and I think at, at that time period it was just like I need to do something for myself so I jumped right in I was just like yep let's do it like tried not to really acknowledge any of the fears or like hesitation was just like need something different in my life let's try this yeah was it helpful in getting you more engaged or keeping you more engaged or what made it help you go to the next level? Was there something specific? Yeah. Um, it definitely was helpful in keeping me a little bit more like in, in the journey and not just drifting. I mean, obviously I probably, there were some weeks in the first one, especially that I may have not been putting in as much effort and it's been a process, but I think um, when I started to really like get up and listen to the daily coaching audio each morning, like I find that's just a reminder that, Hey, I'm part of something right now. Yeah. Like even if it's just that first little tweak in the morning, like when I'm walking around doing a few things in my morning routine, I just throw that on and it just reminds me like, Hey, I've got a coach. I've got someone that's here to help me like change things. Um, so that was really helpful. I find, uh, I really like the live coaching, um, uh, webinar once a week. Oh my God. So great. (laughs) Yeah. They're so awesome. Like just whether it's a new perspective, a new tool, or just somebody asking a question and you reminding us of a tool we already have, like the repetition and the kind of flow of it was just so nice and being able to comment and ask questions as they come up while you're talking and things like that. Like that's, that's another thing that once I really engaged in being there live for that and listening to the replays later in the week, like mm. that was another thing that I found helped me just keep, keep myself in, in the process. Yeah. Cause otherwise I find it so easy to just drift. Yeah. And get so easy to the, to the normal swing of life. And then a week has gone by and you're like, uh, shoot. <laughs> or yeah. Like where quarter. did this week go? Yeah. Yeah. So you brought up that you are in hospitality and well, I was okay. When did that shift yeah. for you? Um, I think, well, I've worked at my, like I've worked at the brewery I work at for three years, but two of the years I've worked in like logistics sales administration, as opposed to I was working in the tasting room, like pouring beer and selling merch before. Sure. So I guess so maybe in, about two years ago. So you're in an environment though, where there's a lot of social food stuff, social alcohol stuff. Yeah, definitely social alcohol stuff. Yeah. Food, like I, I'm lucky enough to live in this awesome mountain town where everyone's super like wants to be outside, wants to do athletic pursuits. So yeah. food, like people in my office are actually pretty great for like trading cool recipes and having cool health goals and going mountain biking and going 
anything, right? But I love that. Definitely, like, I mean, I work for a brewery. Of course, there's alcohol around constantly. Like, <laughs> so with that though, I know the alcohol piece has been a big part of your growth. Mm-hmm. And the reason I bring that up is because I think there are a lot of people who think that there is something in their environment that is the reason they aren't successful, whether it is my work hours or my work stress, or I work in the food industry or all of my social things revolve around alcohol. And I know that that is something you and I have have communicated about a, a fair amount with regards to alcohol. What has shifted for you in not only your behavior, but also your mindset around alcohol and socialization? Oh, yeah. Well, I think one of the biggest things is I realized as much as I like love beer and love my job, it doesn't make me feel great. Like even people have one after work at the like tasting room or something, but I just know that that's not the way that I want to start off my evening, specifically if I have to work the next day. But it so used I to just be. have started walking, walking right out of the building and knowing that my time is valuable enough to me that I don't want to spend any more at work having a drink yeah. and like put my night off in that direction because it just kind of makes me feel bloated and also just makes other decisions easier or harder like I find that I often use alcohol as an excuse so I don't like to even go there during the weeknights because it's just not how I want to feel yeah so it's almost like you've talked yourself into not having a drink being a good thing versus not having a drink being a bad thing oh absolutely like I still have a few drinks on the weekends sometimes but the weeknight especially has been a place where I've really grown that is that I know that my nights go better if I don't stop for that beer after work. Yeah. So you mentioned in terms of your life has changed so much and you talked about your morning routine. You talked about working out every day. You talked about changing that after work drink situation. Are there any other notable changes? And, And I'd love for you to share a little bit about how maybe your mood has changed because you said you lost 30 pounds, but you weren't really happy. What has changed from that? Yeah. Um, I think a big thing that's changed like both mood and just mentally is my like rebound period from making a choice that I'm not super stoked about to going back to making the next best choice and also Mm -hmm. not creating drama over it has been like is tiny now in comparison to where it was. There's most of the time, not that all in like I've made one choice that I'm not stoked on. Like I should probably just send my day in the direction I don't want it to go and do all the things that I'm not happy about. Um, so that like refractory period, I guess it yeah. is so much smaller, which is awesome because, you know, eat something and wake up and like, Oh, maybe that didn't make me feel the best, but it's straight back into like, okay, well, what's going to make today better. And so that's a, a great way. Like I just change, I don't allow like that funk or that disappointment to create a mood. Right. It just, it's just a choice that I made and now it's time to make the next choice. Yeah. That's major. And yeah. while 
that is not only amazing for results, right? Because we don't let one choice that wasn't aligned with our goals turn into 33 choices in a week or a month, but also just the, the emotional freedom that comes from that. Yeah. Because you're no longer like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Why do I always do this? Now what? How do I make up for it? And you go on these extremes, like peaks and valleys of emotions. For me, I've just leveled out so much and it doesn't really phase me anymore. They're just choices. And like, it's so, I know I say it all the time, but that every choice is a chance is so freeing. Oh, so much. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like I, I feel the same. I feel a lot more level. Yeah. Um, I treat myself like I speak to myself more kindly, right? Like don't beat myself up about a choice that I made. I just move on to the next choice and make myself proud in that one. And I think another thing that's contributed a lot to happiness, because I really do think I'm probably the happiest I've ever been right now. Wow. And it's a lot of it has come from practicing awareness, right? Like learning to redirect my attention to the moment I'm in and experience the joy of that moment. Like that moments of joy section in the journal is always full because I'm thinking about what I enjoyed in like every little part of my day. And that is such a great way to bring and create happiness is just to actually take time to be, I guess, as as you've said, like be where your feet are, but just be in the moment. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second, because I know for me, and I hear this a lot from people who are struggling, if you had said to me a few years ago to start writing down moments of joy, I would have been pretty convinced that I just didn't have any in my life. Right. Because I felt like joy meant I love everything about my life and everything is perfect. And I can say now that I have a ton of joy in my life and nothing is perfect. (laughs) Oh yeah. You know, I have so far to go. And I also probably would have looked at you and said, what the hell does noticing moments of joy have to do with my health or my goals or anything like that? Right. But they're so closely linked. So can you give some examples of, like what some moments of joy in a regular work day might be for you? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, they, sometimes they're huge things. Sometimes they're little, like generally almost every day. The first thing on that list is just like that first cup of coffee or the fact that my cat came to cuddle me while I was waking up, you know, yeah. there, there's sometimes little things that you just forget to think about or, or appreciate yeah, it's that first moment outside on a nice day. Like I try to go for a walk in the morning and yeah. it's that or like a little task that I've been putting off at work that I finished and it was easy and it just like felt like a weight off. Like that would probably go on the list. Like or connecting with a friend that I haven't seen for a bit and having a chat. Like it could be anything. It's yeah. just remembering that that did bring enjoyment and like brighten your day, right? We were just talking before we started recording about how we both <laughs> needed to clean out our cars this week. And like, that's totally goes in my moments of joy section. Yeah. In my oh, yeah. like, oh, the car is clean. Or yeah. I shot back to my office and carried all the cardboard boxes out. Like that, yes. instead of just rushing through that to the next moment, being like, oh, that felt so good. It's yeah. that shift 
from putting all the energy on what is wrong and what you don't want and how far you have to go and what you didn't do to really just appreciating all the good that happens. Like I have a 2019 wins list on my, on my computer. It's like saved to my bookmarks toolbar and every little thing like, Oh, somebody asked me to be on their podcast or, you know, so many moments from when I was in Bermuda with my boyfriend, like noticing the wins little and big instead of continuing to be in a pattern of just focusing on everything is wrong. Oh yeah. I mean, if you look back to last weekend on my list, I'm pretty sure like cleaned out my fridge would be on my moments of joy list. Which Absolutely. Some people are like, Oh, that was, that was a task. And like, it was, it, it, it sucked kind of thing. And for yeah. me, it's like, but it's done. And the feeling that I get when I look in that fridge is joy. Right. Totally. Sometimes it's just like, Oh, the weather's nice. And I got to watch the sunrise today. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And how has that helped you in your life, in your relationships, in your work, in the way you care for yourself? Like what has that shifted? Ooh, I think the biggest thing is that bringing that appreciation of all the things that are good helps me to not get bogged down in something that happens that maybe irritates me yeah. or helps me to take a second to pause before reacting to a coworker that said something that is frustrating to me. And maybe just to breathe for a second before I respond to an email or something. Just like, I think like you were saying, it just has leveled me out to see, to make myself like, or, or to learn to, to see the good in almost everything. Like it's a big perspective yeah. change and it just helps me when things come around that aren't bringing me joy, first of all, to look at it maybe from a different perspective, but second of all, just to take a minute to realize that it's not the biggest thing in the world and not create extra drama over a little thing. And for me, a lot of the times when I would want to turn to food or turn to alcohol or turn to procrastination or turn to gossip or complaining was when I was in a negative mood state, just frustrated, irritated, overwhelmed. And so the more I can do to reduce the duration of, or the frequency of those moments of frustration or irritation or sadness, the happier I am, the better I take care of myself, period. Definitely. Yeah. I I notice it. Like, like you just said about those are the moments where you would turn or previously might've gone right to to gossip or something is when you're already in a negative place. And I'll sometimes see it, especially at work. If I am in a bit of a negative mood, I'll kind of see one of those behaviors come up. And, mm. and now that I've been practicing awareness, like I'll be aware that that's happened and I'll say, Ooh, like this isn't where I want to be. And this isn't who I want to be. How can I work to change this? And I'll go outside for a second and just take a few breaths or yeah. do something to just kind of defunct for a moment because I know that that's not where I want to be. It doesn't mean that I'm never there. It just means that I catch it and I can redirect it. Yeah. Which requires, as you said, awareness. And that's exactly why awareness is the number one pillar that Mm -hmm. we work on in the 12 weeks. And it's not just through the journal, though. That's a big piece of it. It's also the daily coaching audios. It's also those weekly coaching webinars because when we have greater awareness, it's those moments like getting up when the alarm goes off, 
having the faster bounce back from a choice that you're like, uh, in hindsight, not my best, or the awareness when everybody's walking to get a drink after work and you're just going to go home. Like all of those wins sit on a foundation of awareness. Definitely. For definitely. sure. And that, that's definitely been a, a huge thing for me. And I think, I don't know whether it was maybe at the end of the first 12 weeks or in the first veterans that I did, but we had a few challenges that really based around awareness and yeah. practicing point and call techniques and all yes. kinds of stuff. And, and it actually, it was funny because I was reading Atomic Habits at the time and he talks a lot about that too. So they, they really meshed really well at that yeah. point in time, but that was such a huge thing for me. And practicing meditation has been huge in that too, because yeah. I think there's a misconception that in meditation, it's all about not thinking or, or being right. in that state of kind of trance-like calm, but that's not it at all. Like the biggest practice is pulling your attention back over and over again when, right. when it strays, right? And, and that's and been awareness so awareness of what you're thinking about versus yeah. letting your thoughts lead you. We can yeah. step back and recognize where we are, what we're thinking about, if it's logical. Yeah, right. I, I completely agree. That yeah, that huge. So powerful there for sure, for sure. Yeah, I think that, that that has really helped grow that awareness for sure. And just the awareness of if, if I get lost for a second or I'm in a thought that all of a sudden, you know, because people say they kind of absentmindedly and sometimes your, your thoughts do try to lead you, but being aware that you're the thinker all of a sudden and being able to either observe them or pull back and refocus on something else, like that's just so powerful in every part of life. Totally just seeing where the thought is and being like, do I want to be in this thought? What's the whole truth about it? Yes. Or do I want to just be somewhere else? Yeah. Cause you can take yourself wherever with your attention. Mm -hmm. What would you say to somebody who's like, okay, I want that. I want that sense of awareness. I want to be able to say that I'm happier than I've ever been, but they're afraid maybe because they've already invested a lot in creating change and it hasn't worked. Having been through the 12 weeks and the veterans group, what would you say to somebody listening who is intrigued, but in a lot of doubt? I would say that if you are willing to put your trust in the process to do little things each day to change and to do the work and, and just trust it that you will like, you can change your life with the 12 weeks of transformation. Like yeah. if you're, if you're willing to just trust that it'll work and go with the program and do the work, do it. <laughs> well, and we talk a lot about your part and my part, right? I mean, how many hundreds of times have you heard me reference? <laughs> Your part and my part. But when I talk to somebody, whether it's you or somebody else about your part, a lot of it is speaking up when you need something. And you mm -hmm. have totally done that. And I think that makes all the difference. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that, that you have to learn is that, yeah, that, that's definitely a part of it. Like it's not even completely just doing all the work yourself, but when you're struggling you have to want to be successful enough to reach out and ask for help, ask for yeah. a perspective change. Yes. And also 
you know, present the problem, present what you think the solution might be, but also be open to other suggestions, right? Yeah. And, and trying things out, like trial and error is huge. Absolutely. Because you learn way more through action than you do through thought and deliberation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You are a huge inspiration. And I am so grateful that you've been willing to share a little bit of your experience. I'd love to wrap up with one final question. And that is, do you have a mantra or a quote or an affirmation that you use when you're struggling? Ooh. Um, it really depends on what I'm working on at the time, because I, <laughs> I really like, I'm constantly looking for betterment. I know one that's helped me and that I often come back to, especially in emotional things is, um, I choose to be a woman whose baseline reaction is calm and positive because I, like one of my core values is just serenity. Right. And I always want to be that person. So that's one that comes up a lot. Mm. That yeah. is beautiful. I choose to be a woman whose baseline reaction is calm and positive. How yeah, and I think that? that came from you a couple years ago, to be honest. I'm pretty I, sure I, you said that in a podcast. I'm, I, I'm thinking it going, that is something that I know I have written in my journal a thousand yeah. times. Like, yeah, and it really spoke to me. Because I have been somebody who's neither of those things. <laughs> yeah. And it feels like crap. And uh, the other thing that I really love, and I, I'm pretty sure it's a Winnie the Pooh quote, is just, I always get where I'm going by walking away from where I've been. And I just love the simplicity of that. That is beautiful. Say yeah. it one more time. I always get where I'm going by walking away from where I've been. I always get where I'm going by walking away from where I've been. That's beautiful. Good old Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> you know, okay, let's turn that into it, a thought about choices, right? If you continue to make the same choices that you've made before, you're going to move in that direction. And so oh, yeah. turning that into, if I want to go someplace different, I have to choose something different. Yeah, that's exactly how I use that. Or that's yeah. what that quote speaks to me. It's just like, you're not going to go in the direction that you want to go if you're constantly making choices and dwelling in where you've been. Yeah. Wow. That is a powerful place to wrap up. It has been beyond a joy to be a small part of your journey. And for you, for me, I know we're just getting started and that is oh, yeah. so freaking exciting. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's been so wonderful to get to know you and I'm so excited to continue to do that. Well, I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you so much for this time. It was super valuable and I know it's going to help a lot of people. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Thank you for this time. So good, right? Oh my goodness. Guys, we are all capable of that kind of change. We are all, every single one of us, no matter what your struggle is, we are all capable of moving through it, of using it as a stepping stone to go to the next level instead of choosing to stay beneath or behind whatever that hard thing is, whatever that past pattern is. And if you're excited about that, but you're not quite sure the what, the why, the how, I would love for you to join me tonight, Monday, 
June 24th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm going live to share the strategies that I use to overcome my own three biggest barriers to create major change in every aspect of my life, most importantly, my happiness, but of course, also my health, my finances, my business. If you want to be there, go to the show notes for today's episode, primalpotential.com forward slash 619, primalpotential.com forward slash 619. The link to tell you how to join me tonight will be right there. And remember that every single choice is a chance. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.